Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find course the big story in southern california is what happened last night at the hollywood bowl and it was a night where dave chappelle who was celebrating four nights of comedy and music he was going to tie monty python for the most headline shows by any comedian at the hollywood bowl how about that well yeah he's uh, uh, he made news because he got tackled hi what was it was no one be talking about dave chappelle at the hollywood bowl last night except he got tackled yeah, well, Netflix had this comedy festival that they were running all week at the holiday, That's at the uh, Hollywood Bowl, and uh, this was uh, this was star studded. I mean, Chris Rock performed there. Yeah, and uh, then uh, Dave Chappelle, and right at the end, Jamie Foxx was there. Uh, yeah, a crazy guy comes out of the crowd, and he's got on him, although we didn't use it, a um, a fake gun with a real knife inside. Yeah, it described as a replica gun with a knife blade attached. Weird. Steve Gregory, uh, of course, with his sources in LAPD, can probably talk more about this. 
Yeah, Steve. guy. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, so the, the big question is, how on earth did he get this through security? Well, that's what I was asking, because they have metal detectors at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, so that that begs the question. And I was talking to, as Ken said, a couple sources in LAPD today. I could not get a definitive from anybody as to whether or not that was a real metal, a metal blade, because most replica guns are plastic or rubber. And I could not get whether or not the blade was also plastic or possibly oh, a hard really? rubber. really? Wouldn't tell you? Or carbon fiber. No. And two reasons. One, they, one source just said, we don't know. And the other source says, you know what? We haven't been given that information yet. So the, I guess there's, that report is being very, uh, how shall I say, uh, close to the vest. So if it wasn't a metal knife, could it have done damage? Absolutely. That thing looks very sharp to me because I'm looking at the photos that were sent to me uh, through LAPD, and that, that blade looks like it's, it looks metal to me as I look at it, and it's actually photographed on a metal surface. So I'm looking at it, and it looks to, to me as if it's a sharp knife. And in fact, if you look closer, it's got, it looks like a, one of those tactical knives that people use in like a, a in a close quarter fight, like you know, well, right up close in person. If it's not metal, what it, what would it be made of? I don't it know. It could much be a about carbon it. fiber, or it could be plastic, or it could be right. you know, uh, you know, a hard plastic. Right. Yeah, John, and, did you see the picture in the Daily Mail website that they got? Oh, yes. or you could just go to uh, at Steve Gregory six forty oh, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to miss promoting that and yes. give him a like. Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, what it does is that they, I show the picture of it, what it looks like when it's folded under and tucked under the, the barrel, because that's yeah. how it's concealed. And then you see it when it's pulled out and drawn. So Yeah, I mean, the picture that I'm looking at, it really looks metal. I mean, I it does, it doesn't it? Yeah, it does but I could metal, not get yeah. confirmation. And it even has sort of a serrated edge there on the bottom. On the very bottom, half, half of the blade is serrated, half of it is sharp. Yeah, but the front looks like a narrow head. It looks sharp, yeah. Yeah. So it looks to me as metal. So then that begs the question again, how did it get through security? Because there's no there's no x-ray machines. It's a magnumometer, which is a, basically just a metal detector. So how did that get through? Right. Um, you, you get the beep, beep, beep sound. That's yeah. all. Yeah. So, of course, that's going to be a huge inquiry into Hollywood Bowl security. And typically, whether it was a uh, – because you know, sometimes – I don't know much about the Hollywood Bowl security. I do know that it's private security combined with employees of the of the Hollywood Bowl. I'm told, but I I can't even remember the last time I was at the bowl, so I couldn't I couldn't tell you from first person what it's like to go through there. But I do know that that is a big part of this inquiry: is how the, how was he able to get that through, or did he plant it at another time in another location? There's a lot of little nooks and crannies there at the bowl. And was it something that was planted and he was able to retrieve later? No one knows, and they'll, they'll figure it out. He was, as John was mentioning, Chappelle was tackled. I mean, full-on tackled. The guy ran up and did a full-body tackle on him and knocked Chappelle to the stage. Chappelle was able to get away from that by then, you know, just like it looks like a dozen people just immediately emerged from the wings. Do and we know if he came from one of the seats in the crowd or he came from off off it, side of the stage it looks like it's a like um you, you know on some of those stages and i believe the bulls the same way you have a staircase that's off to the side which would be stage left stage right or off to the wings you do have stairs that go from the audience up to the stage 
Right. And it looks like he came from that section. And as you look at it, it would be on the left side as you're left facing, side in, as you're facing Dave you're Chappelle sitting there watching the stage. Right. right. He, he 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 clambered up really quickly as if he was running upstairs. Uh, yeah. It's hard to tell from a distant shot. So we don't you know right. what kind of ticket he had to the event. Or? No, no. And and I said, and here's the other thing too: is they took him to a hospital because if you haven't seen the photos by now or the images by now, he's got a swollen face. So someone got some good licks in. I'm not sure whether it's Chappelle or, or people in his team or others, but uh, someone got some licks in, and so he was taken to a hospital because he was injured, and you know he was taken by you know the way the ambulance had to pull up there. People were watching and booing the guy as he was being taken on Do the stretcher. Do you know, was there a heightened uh, sense of uh, security ever since Will Smith clocked Chris well, Rock? I mean, were they there worried? Was, I mean, I thought, you know, for a few days there, they were talking about how, you know, all comedians are now worried there's going to be copycats, right? This broken, invisible barrier. Yeah, there was more of a concern about Chappelle's comments about the LGBTQ community. So there, there was a heightened risk or heightened sense of security because of that. Not as much as the Will Smith thing, because the the Will Smith thing, which, by the way, I have to tell you, I did ask the LAPD, why was this guy arrested, vigorously arrested, and Will Smith wasn't? Well, you know what's funny is that Will Smith was was applauded by the crowd and allowed to accept his award. Right. Here, the crowd booed the guy, and everybody backstage <laughs> beat he's the crowd. He's not a celebrity. Out of him. Come on. Well, I mean, it, I mean well, why? here's the difference, and here's the answer. <laughs> I this, know the answer. Okay. Well, for those that don't know the answer, the guy had a weapon, and that's a big difference. I mean, Will Smith, Will Smith's open hand was a minor assault compared to a guy wow. because the guy was booked for assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, but did people know that was a weapon in his hand or still in his pocket? Well, no, but at the time, so when he was tackled and, and held by security until LAPD arrived, they weren't patting him down. LAPD patted him down. So they were holding him. LAPD could have chosen not to, not to book him if they wanted to because, again, you have to have a victim. And right. that's the difference on the Will Smith thing because... Chris Rock was. Chris Rock said no. Said no. So there's no victim. Well, I mean, if he's got a weapon on him, you've got to punch. Right. So when there's a weapon, guy put on death row. Is that what we? (laughs) But I mean, the crowd still could have given him a standing ovation, right? For, (laughs) I guess. Will Smith got one. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I think uh, in this case, Dave Chappelle was a lot more beloved uh, (laughs) in this particular situation. And and besides that, you know, he could have. I mean, that could have been very severe if that guy had gone at him with a knife. He would have gotten a, a good, you know, who knows what damage he could have done. But um, but then oh Chappelle God. was able to get out well, of that grapple pretty quickly. That's the thing. That's going to be next. All right. Now you got what? a guy with, with, you know, maybe it was a fake knife. Who knows? But the next guy is going to run up with a real knife and try to use it. Yeah, There's well, so many lunatics out there, so many of them. Well, you got to go back to the security at the bowl. What happened? I mean, there that looks like there, that, there was a failure in some sort of a perimeter. What does the bowl hold? I mean, it holds. Oh, it's a couple, you know, a few dozen thousand. Um, was it 60, 50, 60, something like it, that? It holds that much? Really? I think so. I think it's pretty huge that way. Well, 17. 17. Says, uh, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, well, that's I'm a little way off little there, off. my math spot. But all right, all right, but I mean, I'm thinking I, of stadium. I mean, yeah, that's SoFi Stadium is 65. Yeah, that's what. It is. Well, I always, I always wonder if if you can be perfect with something like that, whether you're taking 17,000 or 60,000. You know, somebody could sneak through. Well, again, you know, if you look at the typical concerts that go on there, you've had every type of concert imaginable there, every type of genre of music and performance at the bowl. 
and you've never, to, to my knowledge, at least in the years I've been here, I've never seen this kind of a thing happen at the bowl. They're usually pretty good. The audience scores are usually pretty good, but it only takes one guy. Now, here's the thing. Not only are they looking at this guy, uh, you know, treating him physically, but they got to look at him on a mental thing, too. This could be a potential 51-50 situation. Yeah, I, I'd say so. The mental hold. Right. All right, Steve. All right. Thanks very got much. Got it, guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Yeah, the last I read about the attacker is that he apparently was living with some brothers of his in Redondo Beach, but had described himself at a previous arrest as homeless, uh, supposedly one of these families that got abandoned by their parents or something like that, and they were in the, you know, the uh, whole foster care system or something like that. So there could be a lot of stories about him. And again, we said he was an aspiring rapper who actually wrote a song about Dave Chappelle and did talk about the Hollywood Bowl. How's that for... Uh, Predicting his own future. What's the rap sheet, though? Is this the uh, first time he's done something violent? I only and crazy? saw arrest for one crime, and I, I'd have to look it up again. Yeah. I can't remember what the reasons were. Just curious. All right, more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. Hey, one of the weirdest stories to pop up uh, recently was uh, this disinformation board that the Department of Homeland <laughs> Security has established. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary, who should be out of a job soon, is the big bald head Mayorkas, who looks a lot like that Dr. Mark Galley, doesn't he? Who's our yeah California chief. Uh, yeah, when you lose your hair, do you get stupid? But the eyes are big and the whole expression is just dumb-faced. Oh, yeah, no, he is a real blockhead. I, he really is. He's a holdover from the Obama administration. The Orcas has been around. It's not the whole immigration oh, thing. Classic not Washington bureaucratic hack who, so, who falls forward. Every time he fails, he tumbles forward and gets a bigger job. So he got questioned as he's been questioned for like a week now. This time it's the Senate. The Senate was questioning the Senate Appropriations Committee. They're doing this budget thing. And there's a senator from Louisiana named John Kennedy. No relation to the <laughs> former president. He's a Republican. And he decided this line of questioning might be interesting because the woman he's named to be the head of this disinformation board, which nobody really knows what the hell that is anyway, uh, is a woman by the name of Nina Jankowitz, who is weird and really far out there progressive liberal wacko. We should play a little clip of her Mary Poppins song. Uh, we do have that. Do you want to play yeah, that play, right play now? a little bit. Well, so that... is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. Her explanation of disinformation there. Yes, and that should immediately disqualify her from any government job. Shouldn't she have been wrapped up and carried away? <laughs> she's got several more videos, by the way, on TikTok, but yeah. she's now gone private. You can't access them. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're, she's, uh, <laughs> they're out there forever anyway. So this Senator John Kennedy really wanted to know, and there's more to this than just her wacky TikTok videos, she didn't believe in the Hunter Biden laptop. She also uh, believed in the Russian dossier on Trump. She's Adam Schiff. She's her own disinformation bureau. Yeah, she is. Yeah, here she is. She's got this job to judge what disinformation is. It's ridiculous. So Kennedy wanted to know what was the hiring criteria of picking this woman. Yeah. All right. Well, why uh, why don't we play the clip here and and see what the criteria was? I am Hmm? in awe. In awe. This is Kennedy. Of Ms. Jankowitz. I'm in awe. I have watched her with slack jawed astonishment. 
picture? Senator, the uh, Senator Kennedy, it's nice to see you as well. The Department of Homeland Security <laughs> selected Ms. Jankowicz. Who at the department? Um, Senator, we, we don't discuss our hiring, our internal hiring processes, but I am the Secretary of Homeland Security, and ultimately I am responsible. When, you, uh, when the department picked her, did, did it know that she had said that Mr. Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation? Um, Senator, uh, let me let me uh, repeat myself and add one uh, other fact. I was not aware of that. Uh, we do not discuss the internal hiring process. Ultimately, as the secretary, I'm responsible for the decisions of the Department of Homeland Security. You said that. When, when, like uh, fifth. when the department picked Ms. Jankowitz, did it know that she had vouched for the veracity of the Steele dossier? Uh, Senator, let me um, repeat myself and add an, an additional fact. Um, uh, one, uh, we do not discuss uh, internal hiring processes. <laughs> Two, I was not aware of that fact. Uh, three, as the Secretary of Homeland Security, I am responsible for the decisions of the department. Three times. And four, uh, it is my understanding that Ms. Jankowicz is a subject matter expert uh, in the really? field for, in which she will be working on behalf of the department. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> So here's a woman that's responsible for figuring out what's fake news, and she believed in two of the biggest fake news stories of the last several years. So what's what's the purpose of this? And he doesn't know what's going on, or he, he pretends he doesn't know what's going on. God, he, he just, just took the Fifth Amendment. Yeah, he I'll just, just keep repeating my answers. All that yeah, was I can mi- tell. Uh, all that all that was missing on the advice of my counsel. I have been uh, advised. Exactly right. To uh, just the repeat. hiring policies are uh, private. We do not disclose why, them, why, and why, I am ultimately responsible. Next question. They're all government workers. They're all working uh, for us, right? They're working off the taxpayer. Why can't they discuss this publicly? She's a complete loony bag. What? what uh, yes, this is what makes me crazy. Nobody's name is ever revealed when you have all these crazy stories and scandals. We never find out who the government idiot was that perpetrated this. We don't disclose that. But I don't know. Shouldn't that be a little more public? You are a public agency. Yes. What do you mean you're hiring decisions, especially when you got something crazy well, like a disinformation board? The thing is, the media could find out if it wanted to, but nobody tries. Of course they could find out who did the hiring. Well, we know the truth. They picked her exactly because she believes and, in all this and, left-wing progressive and what is she, nonsense. But, what is she going to do? What is the purpose of the job? What is the purpose of the department? That's the question I was asking. He said originally, he kept it very small. He said, oh, they're just going to try to make sure that smugglers don't give the wrong information to potential migrants, right? (laughs) To try to entice them to come to America. So we're going to try to monitor that. Is that what she was singing about? Then he widened it to say, oh, foreign governments trying to Uh put disinformation into the U.S. like the Russians. What what, what are they going to do, though? Because the the Russians... uh, Well, allegedly uh, they're going to try to counter it with their own focused truth campaign. I don't know. What? The Russians spill this all over social media every day. I know. It's a whole industry for them. I don't run into it much, but I'm not all over the social media. Well... No, I, my son, uh, he, he was showing me the other day on his, uh, I guess it was a Facebook feed. It, it actually had a thing that said Russian-sponsored information. Facebook oh, it figured it out. Yeah. 
And he was getting a regular, he has no idea what was in his feet. It wasn't in mine. All right, when we return, remember the panic trying to get masks for the public and for the healthcare workers back in 2020 when the pandemic was gripping the country and, of course, the state of California. Well, we got a little inside story here about one of the mass deals, which uh, could have been a phony deal. Coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. We were uh, talking yesterday about it wouldn't su- be surprising if we found out the U.S. was uh, you know, helping in some meaningful way in that war for Ukraine against Russia, like you know, mm. beyond just sending weapons. And it looks like uh, the New York Times has a front page story that the U.S. is providing intelligence that's helped the Ukrainians kill 12 generals. Oh, how about that? Which, Location, huh? Which they say is an astonishing number of generals gotten uh, has gotten wiped out. Cut so, off the head. Yeah. So How about that? If uh, Putin wants to uh, declare war on us, uh, he's got plenty of ammunition right there. Yeah. We're good at that. Remember we killed that? Was that an Iranian general we killed in Iraq a few years ago? Oh, back? yeah, yeah. We smoked we him, him from down. a drone, yeah. Uh, back in 2020, it was probably around this time. There was panic about getting PPE, PPE, personal protective equipment. That's a phrase I never want to hear again. PPE. PPE. Mostly about face masks. And it was for the medical people in California as well as the population. So, you know, our governor, has he not let go of the emergency declaration yet, has he? No, he hasn't. (laughs) No. Because he declared a state of emergency, a lot of no-bid contracts were allowed. How can we and be in a state of emergency? We're still in a state of emergency, yes. Yeah. Don't you know we're in the sixth wave of COVID right now? The sixth Are we? wave. Well, I missed about yeah. four of them. I missed four or five. Yeah, days. so so no bid contracts, uh, carte blanche on those. So one of the deals involved a company called Blue Flame Medical LLC. It was a healthcare supply startup. And the person that stuck their beak into this was the California controller Betty Yee, two-term Democrat, who doesn't really have a role in the contracting process, but she worked heavily behind the scenes to help, and even the Times calls them, a pair of political operatives land the deal that turned out to be one of the state's most flawed. We eventually backed out of the deal, and the case was flagged as a case of possible fraud, but we may never know if it was or was not. But the state had to try to drag back a massive upfront payment it made to the company. And over the course of a week in March of 2020, Betty Yee was providing Blue Flame's co-founder with private advice on how to negotiate an advance payment and discouraged him from disclosing how much the company would profit from the deal. These were text messages that had been found in a lawsuit involving the contract. So you got to ask yourself, why was she? And one of her spokespeople said she was just concerned that we weren't going to have enough protective equipment and she wanted to see what she could do to help the process. But I so, don't know. So she gives, so she, 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 uh, Blue Flame got a down payment of $457 million. Million dollars. $457 wow. million, And it was going to make a profit on a hundred of 134 million because they were going to charge California a 20 to 30% markup. Now that sounds like a massive ripoff to me, but this is what Newsom was doing, giving out no bid contracts to a company, by the way, that didn't exist. 
the no, week it's before. A startup. It was uh, took advantage of the but, pandemic. Honestly, this, it was an immediate startup. It's like the day before they signed the deal, it was not even registered as a company. So that you know, they they filled out the paperwork. Let's say on a Monday, on a Tuesday, they're getting a six hundred million dollar contract, and and uh, and then they're getting four hundred fifty seven million dollars, and they never had any masks. So what's weird about this story is it's all tangled up in lawsuits now. Uh, Blue Flame has filed a comp uh, a suit against its own company, its own bank. I'm sorry, its own bank called Chainbridge for triggering this fraud concern. That co that bank then sued J.P. Morgan Chase, which was California's bank in this case, and J.P. Morgan now has sued the state <laughs> to recover the costs that they put out there in untangling the deal. Which really didn't last very long, but as John mentioned, we gave a huge upfront payment, which we had to claw back. Uh, so it says here that, well, for, we don't know whether or not they were actually going to be able to provide the masks. It's not clear. They, they did not. At the time they made the deal, they didn't have the masks. Right. Right. So uh, Yi wrote to one of the uh, founders... I will see to it that the wire happens first thing in the morning. I mean, she was really shepherding this along, which is kind of bizarre. I honestly think she has an interest in this. That she had a, a stake in it. I don't really. But again, her spokeshole is saying, no, no, no. You know, she's just a state official who's trying to, to deal with help deal with this emergency by making sure that uh, the state got all the masks it needed. Well, she also helped uh, one of the founders, John Thomas, how to word the request to the Newsom administration to get the $457 million in advance, telling him to do so without invoking my name. So she, she's providing this advice, and she's not supposed to be doing it. So it's don't mention my name. And uh, four days after Yee suggested a cash advance, the state wired $457 million to Blue Flames Bank. We got it. Three exclamation points. Thank you. Four exclamation points. Thomas <laughs> texted back to Lee. Yeah, I bet there was four exclamation points. Can you imagine getting a deposit of $457 million and you don't even have a mask to sell? So in a series of text messages in March of 2020, he went out of her way to advocate for the company. This is Blue Flame. And Thomas told her that he had 100 million N95 masks at the Port of Long Beach we could move to you guys today. Hours later, he said, we've almost sold all of this first shipment. Yeah. We could get 100 million masks maybe next week. But he later admitted uh, in a deposition that they didn't actually sell all those masks. Yeah. No, he didn't have them. No. He thought he was going to get them. He, he was trying to but, do that thing where you got to act now because there's yeah, other buyers. Right. And he was trying to get a supplier, and he couldn't get a supplier. But he did admit that Blue Flame did not sell any of the 100 million masks he claimed to have at the port. Right. Despite what he told it, them. He was a sales it job. Was an, it, yeah, it was an imaginary uh, cargo ship of masks. Right. It's and like he got to go to the car dealer. They tell you, you don't get this car. Someone else will come in here and take it. You got to do something. You got to right. act now. Except act this now. is our tax money. And it was a fake emergency. And Betty sticking his her beak to try to help facilitate this. For what reason? This is where you start wondering, well, what's in it for her? Why was she so interested in making sure that uh, John Roberts was getting the uh, $450 million down payment? What, what, why is she so concerned about this? 
And so the uh, claim is that while she's the paymaster, she's not responsible for vetting companies. By the way, if you're paying $450 million for something, wouldn't you want to take a drive down to Long Beach and see the masks? Yeah, show me the container ship that has all the masks. $100 million worth of masks? I want to see that. Wouldn't you do that? If you're paying $450 million for anything, if you, you were pay- paying for these N95 masks, somewhere between $5 to $12 each. Which is for something that is made for a few pennies in some slave labor camp in uh, v- Vietnam, probably. Right. Wow. But eventually, as we now know, and we talked about then, Newsom went ahead and made that massive deal with that Chinese uh, uh, electric vehicle company, BYD. The one that makes the electric buses that blow up. So California has now purchased 300 million N95 respirators, and this company sold 85% of them to us. This is incompetence and corruption. That's what this is. In fact, there's a quote here from some uh, professor who says, no bid contracts are subject to all kinds of problems. They're subject to foolish things. You have to wonder how many things we don't know about. Yeah. You wonder how many of these deals we don't know about. (laughs) Good point, professor. All right, we got more coming up. Jesus. John and Ken show, KFI. In the news tonight, a couple of things. Putin has said uh, no to the Pope who wanted to come to Russia and help work out a peace agreement. No, they don't want no Pope. Uh, it looks like... Yeah, the Pope. Some people... Wow, a progressive activist group called Ruth Sent Us. That would be Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you get it? Mm-hmm. They're urging protesters to go to the homes of the justices. Oh, sure. Three in Virginia and three in Maryland. Right. Then they'll start firing shots or something, right? Yeah, this is going to get ugly. Over ugly. abortion? Really? They listed the street names where each justice supposedly lives with their families. For, Six uh, justices that are allegedly... For, over, or five, we're not sure. But. Over killing fetuses. Hmm? You're getting, you're getting ag- aggravated. It's um, interesting. Oh, and they really believe the slippery slope is happening here. They think this is just the first of many decisions that's going to come down. Really, they believe that based on what's their legal reasoning? Because they can. Because they've waited, especially some of the newer justices, to get on this court to do this kind of thing. Right, but... Uh, especially the three that except, Trump appointed. Ex- except they have solid legal reasoning. There's no right to abortion in the Constitution. What else do you need to know? There's no right to a lot of things in the Constitution. Exactly. Yeah. And so if there are no rights to it, then there are no rights to it, which means you've got to pass laws that give you the rights. Or a constitutional mm. amendment. That's what you do. I, so, I, I don't then know. go vote, and if they get control of Congress, big control of Congress in November, they can do that, right? If they take the Senate clearly, right? A strong majority. Gotta, you got to get sixty, though. Got to right? get got to get sixty plus, and you got to get the majority in the House, and then you could start writing all the laws you want. Yeah, I heard even Biden is not. Uh, no, he's not big on the idea of knocking aside the uh, filibuster rule, even for this. So no. No, because because you got to have that when the other side takes control. That, that's right. They, they're going to want that next January after the Republicans take control. Right. They're going to want the filibuster. And all these blowhard, phony baloney pieces of crap are going to be defending and using the filibuster. They're just fakes, phonies, and frauds, every one of them. The other story connected to this, making some news tonight, is that uh, people think you should boycott Mother's Day over this. So there you go. Boycott. Boycott. Oh, you, you, uh, you don't go to restaurants. You don't participate. You, uh, you just right. So you're your not going to and... take your mother out to Mother's Day dinner because no, mother should be the one to say, "I don't want to participate in this." Right, I because America right now because she didn't uh, she didn't abort you. I did. <laughs> Wait, how does that work, Mom? You, you should have aborted me. 
You didn't <laughs> Thank abort you for me. for not aborting me. Yeah, I'm not taking you to dinner. Sorry. What the hell is that? Uh, wow. This is just the beginning of this. I don't know. It's going to be quite a ride. we got to thin the herd. Yeah, really, clearly. Uh, Conway. Hey, now, uh, my mom was a big anti-abortion uh, woman. However, she said on probably 100, K- 100 times that I can remember, I wish I never had any of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a isn't tribute. That, isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, for 7? Yeah, over Save 6. Save this for oh, that for book six? you're going to write. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sister wrote a book. Yeah, mine's called uh, My Mom's Crazier Than Your Mom. <laughs> that's a good Thank you very much. <laughs> Already halfway done. I don't know if you can outdo John's mother. But, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get the plunger. I got the plunger. That's a story. That's now. great. Uh, Dave Chappelle tackled on stage last night. We'll have the uh, reaction to that by uh, Chris Rock. Also, Garth Brooks was at concert at the LA LSU Tiger Stadium, and it got so crazy there during Colin Baton Rouge that it was re- it registered as an earthquake. Is that right? Yeah, wow. isn't that wild? Yeah, cool. people down south, man, they get rocking and rolling. And then we have uh, Dolly Parton, uh, Eminem, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie. They're all coming all... on the show? Yeah, they're all on tonight, right? <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, and also the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, um, the... I thought she turned it down. Dolly. She did, and then they said, uh, no, 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 you don't get to turn it down. You're in. You're, go- you're, you're going in. in anyway. Right, exactly. They said, oh. you know, you don't have to show up, but we, you, don't, you don't get to say who's in and who's out. It's not your Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> and they put her in. Right. Yeah. I like that. Right. You can't turn it down. Well, it's like the, uh, like the uh, you know, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Radio Hall of Fame. I was asked three times to be in it. I turned down three times, and I, they, I'm still in You're it. You're in it anyway. But I, I didn't, never went to the ceremony. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Good snow. True story. Well, you show them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <Show them. laughs> all right, ding dong, ding dong. Uh, Conway's with next. all of you. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah, yeah, ding KFI, KOSTHD2, Los Come Angeles, on. Orange County, yeah. live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S and P is down twenty percent from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.